once again welcome to beyond church walls this is part two i have done with part one this is part two so now let's talk about the post messianic salvation um now we learn you know uh that salvation and all uh, that, that, that the post messianic salvation we are saved in the post messianic salvation we are not saved by works we are not saved by what we do but we are saved by faith we are saved by faith the faith we have in the finished works of the messiah in the finished works of the lord jesus christ if we are reading the, the book of john the chapter is uh three let me quickly go to it uh let me just try and read in the king james version but this king james version i have on my phone is boring because it does not have uh the the, 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 the what is this thing again the nice and fancy headings it does not have them you know so let me just do like this okay john chapter 3 it says here christ teaches nicodemus the necessity of regeneration so then we also learn that salvation is regeneration salvation is regeneration because remember salvation is simply being restored from the first image from who you are in the first adam before the first adam fell and before the first adam sinned so now um we learn that from john chapter 3 the heading here says christ teachings this is a king james version 1611 to 1769 uh, version it says christ teaches nicodemus the necessity of regeneration you know and then we are learning here uh, Jesus teaches Nicodemus about being born again. He teaches Nicodemus that being born again gives us access to enter the kingdom of God and gives us access to see the kingdom of God. Now, let me read the, the, the John 3 here, um, chapter 16 in this King James. It says, the heading says, the great love of God towards the world. And then it reads as follows. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. You know, God loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. You get it? So here, this is me uh, teaching you how to have salvation. How to have salvation. The Bible says, for God so loved the world. I'm answering the first question, how to have salvation. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So I love the translation that says, but have eternal life. And then verse 17 goes on to say, For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So then we are understanding that the son of God, which was prophesied, which was spoken of, in the old testament in the book of isaiah and in the scriptures the messiah was given to us was born to us as it was declared in the book of matthew 1 and luke chapter 2. you remember the man simeon in luke i think in the book of luke who when jesus was dedicated he held him up he says now i can rest now i can die because my eyes have beheld the salvation of israel so he was looking at jesus lifting jesus up blessing jesus consecrating and sanctifying jesus as a young boy as a young lad and then he says now i can rest now i can die because mine eyes have seen the salvation of israel so we are learning now coming to also john 3 verse 16 and 17 it says verse 17 for god sent not his son you know for god sent not his son we are learning that for god sent not his son my apologies my alarm was just uh, playing because i've got an alarm that uh, runs at three the bible says for god sent not his son uh, to, 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 the, to the world to condemn the world but he sent 
his son that the world through his son might be saved you get that so we are saved through jesus christ we are saved through the son that was given to us we are saved that's how we that's how we get salvation that's how we obtain salvation john 3 verse 18 says he that believeth on him is not condemned but he that believeth not is condemned already because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten son of god so we are learning that salvation comes also through believing in the name of jesus we then learn that in order for us to become christians number one we must understand that we are not born as christians but we become christians and the only way to become christians or the only way to be saved it is uh, it is through uh, the only way to become christians it is through being saved how then does one get saved number one when the gospel is preached one is convicted by the holy spirit through the message that is preached that is according to the to your bible in the book of first uh, corinthians i think chapter 12 it says no one can confess that jesus christ is lord except he is helped by the holy spirit then we understand that it takes the holy spirit for us to be saved i'm almost done don't worry it takes the holy spirit for us to be saved it takes the holy spirit for us to be saved that's what it takes the holy spirit for us to be saved so let me just go here if we are reading the bible in the book of uh romans the chapter is one the verse is 16 now the heading in this king james i love this king i love this king james version the heading in this king james version it says here what his gospel is what his gospel is paul then says for i'm not for i'm not ashamed of the gospel of jesus christ for it is the power of god unto salvation to everyone that believeth to the jew first and also to the greek for verse 17 goes on to say for there is for therein is the righteousness of god revealed from faith to faith it is as it is written the just shall live by faith so then paul now says that when we believe the gospel when we believe the message that has been preached we then can be saved romans chapter 1 verse 18 goes on to say uh, for the wrath of god is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and against all unrighteousness of men listen to this carefully it does not say that the wrath of god is revealed against men but it is against the actions their activities their sinfulness that is why this now goes on to tie and to agree with john 3 16 that god loves us but god does not love our sinful nature god does not love our action but God loves us. So Romans chapter 1 verse 18 now tells us that the wrath of God has been poured out. So then we understand that according also to Romans uh, chapter 3. Um, now This is now me telling you how to obtain salvation. It says here, Romans chapter 3 from verse 20. It says here, the heading says, Therefore no flesh is justified by the law. Verse 20 says, Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight, in God's sight. For by the law is knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. So now the righteousness of God is being manifested, being witnessed 
by the law and the prophets. What does that mean? It means the law and the prophets, they were witnessing, they were testifying about the righteousness of God, which is the salvation that was, that was to come, which is Jesus Christ. So the law and the prophets were all testifying about what was to come, which was the righteousness of God, which was going to come through Jesus Christ. I'm going to use scripture to substantiate. Verse 22, it says, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all. So you see that the righteousness of God comes by faith. And this faith, it is by faith in Jesus Christ unto all and upon, upon all them that believe. So which means the righteousness of God comes upon us, which means we are saved when we believe. And then it goes on to say, for there is no difference. Oh, so there is no difference. The only thing that can save people is believing. It is not being a Jew or an Israelite, but it is only believing. It says here, for there is no difference Verse 23, it says, For all have sinned. So which means a Jew, a Greek, a Gentile, all of us we had sinned and come short of the glory of God. And then verse 24 says, Being justified freely by His grace. Okay, so that means we are being freely justified by the grace of God, which means the great grace of God is what justifies us and it is free, which means that we are not justified by works, but we are justified by the grace of God and it is free. You get what I'm saying? It says here, through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ. So which means the redemption comes from Jesus Christ and comes with Jesus Christ and we are being redeemed. Being redeemed is you being returned to your original nature, to who you are, being a friend of God. Look at verse 25. It says, whom God had set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of the sins that are past through the forbearance of God. So God used his son to save us, used his son to make us righteous with himself. So we have learned that this is how we are obtaining salvation. This is how we are obtaining salvation. The book of Acts, the chapter is two. Let me quickly go to the book of Acts. The chapter is two. Guys, I have to teach you these things. I have to let you know how to maintain, how to get salvation so that you can know that when you get to a point of deciding or thinking if you can lose it or not, you know exactly what is it. It's stupid and it's useless for you to think you can lose something that you never had. Or for you to think you cannot lose something that you can lose. You know, So that's why we need to know what is it. So in, in, in Acts chapter 2, the verse is 14. It says here, Peter was uh, preaching. Peter standing up with the 11, he lifted up his voice and then he started preaching. He preached to the people. When he was preaching, this is Peter now preaching. He preached a message. He preached a message. And then when we read Acts chapter 2, also verse 37, it says here, Now when they heard this message, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? So now they want to know what shall they do to be saved. And then verse 38 says, Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, for, for the promise is unto you and your children and all that are, are far off. So then we learn, with we learn that salvation comes through believing in Jesus Christ, comes through repentance in Jesus Christ. It is comes through you being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. That's how we get salvation. That's how one can be saved. 
you know when we quickly also run to the book of acts the chapter is 10 the verse is um 34 verse 34 we are learning here <laughs> peter opened his mouth and said of a truth i perceive that god is no respecter of people oh so god is not a respecter of men but let's carry on to hear what brother peter is saying it says here um god is not a respecter of person but in every nation he that fear him and worketh righteousness is acceptable to him so which means fearing god and working righteousness can make you acceptable to god and then the bible says in verse 36 the word which god has sent unto the children of israel preaching peace through jesus christ he is the lord of all that word i say you know which was published throughout all judea and began from galilee after the baptism which john preached now god look at verse 38 says anointed jesus christ i explained to you when i began that what is anointing is to be selected is to be set apart is to be put with oil for you to be able to serve a certain purpose of god so the bible says in verse 38 of the book of Acts chapter 10 now god anointed jesus christ of nazareth with the holy ghost ah and with power oh so jesus was anointed with the holy ghost and he was also anointed with power who went about doing good okay so when you are anointed with the holy ghost and when you have power you go around doing good you go around healing all that were oppressed of the devil and then for god was with him so you cannot be anointed and god does not be with you but i'm gonna prove it using scriptures because i'm reading and then verse 39 says and he was and we are witnesses of all things which he did both in the land of the jews and in jerusalem who they slew and hanged on the tree so this jesus christ was slewn and hanged on the tree okay but uh Hold on for me. It says here. Yes. What chapter is this now? What did I do? Ah, uh, now it's back to chapter 9. You see this app? It's playing games with me. And then it says here. Um, and we are, okay, yeah? It says in verse 39, And we are witnesses of all things which he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hanged on a tree. And then verse 40 says, For him God raised up on the third day and shewed him openly, not all the people, but unto witnesses chosen before God, even to us who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that is that, that, that it is he which was ordained of God. So it was Jesus which was ordained of God to be the judge and uh, uh, of the quick, which means is the living and of the dead. You know, and then uh, verse, th verse 43 to 48. Verse 43 says, To give him all the prophets witness, and through his name whosoever believe in him shall receive remission of sins. So here we are learning that believing in Jesus, believing in the name of Jesus Christ will give you remission of sin. You know, and when we read the verse, uh, verse 48 of the book of Acts chapter 10, it says here, And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Then, then prayed they to him to uh, 
then prayed him to jump, okay? And he commanded them uh, to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. But you know what? You can read these things and understand on your own. I'm just trying to give you scriptures on how you can get your salvation, you know? Because um, I don't, I don't want to spend too much time reading verses because you can read for yourself. And then when we come to the book of Romans, the chapter is 9, uh, verse 13. Let me quickly uh, go and re- read verse 30. Romans chapter 9, verse 30. It says here, um, What should, then shall we say? that the Gentiles which followed not after righteousness have attained to righteousness, even that righteousness which is of faith. You see, which means now even the people who are Gentiles, who, who, who did not follow laws and everything, who were not circumcised, they obtained the righteousness of God because they had faith in Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? They had faith in Jesus Christ. So when we go also uh, the book of Acts, uh, the chapter, the, the Romans, uh, the chapter is... Uh, 10 the verse is uh 13 it says here for whoever shall call upon the name of the lord shall be saved so this is how we get salvation we are calling upon the name of jesus we believe in the name of jesus remember also I think it's Acts chapter 10 verse 9 if i'm not mistaken it says uh uh it says yeah this is how we obtain salvation that though if shall confess with your mouth if you confess with your mouth and then that jesus christ is lord and you believe with your heart that god has raised him from the dead you will be saved for with the heart a man believe it unto righteousness and with the mouth a man is confessing and then your confession is made unto salvation so this is how you obtain salvation so let me just quickly run into the book of ephesians i'm just trying to tell you how to obtain salvation guys i'm telling you how to i'm teaching you how to obtain salvation ephesians the chapter is two and the verse is four it says but god who is rich in mercy for his great love herewith he loved us even when we were dead in sin so god loved us when we were dead in sin but the Bible goes on to say he quickened us together with Christ. So which means God resurrected us. He made us to live in life with Christ. It says here, by grace ye are saved. So we are saved by grace. We are saved because God wanted us to be saved. You know what I'm saying? And then it goes on to say, and God has raised us together and made us to sit in the heaven places with Jesus. Oh, So not only are we saved, but we are seated in the heavenly places with Jesus. And then verse 7 says, that is the ages to come that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through jesus christ for by grace you are saved ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 it says here for by grace you are saved so we are not saved by works but by grace we are saved through faith and then it goes on to say not and not that of yourselves, but it is the gift of God. It's, uh, verse 9 says, Not of works, lest any man should boast. Then we understand in Ephesians chapter 2 that we are saved by grace. We are not saved by what we do, we are not saved by where we live, but we are saved by grace. And then Ephesians chapter 3, the verse here is um, verse 14. Uh, it says Paul, Paul prays that they may receive they may perceive the great love of Christ towards them let me check the time how much is this podcast now how much is this session uh, oh it's 19 minutes we still got about another 10 minutes uh, okay but I'm running hey I'm running thank God Phew. yeah this is not an easy thing to do guys 
but you know if you love the word of god and if you love god's people and you are trying to bring as much solutions as you can you have to do these things right now it's 3 16 and i need to sleep and i need to wake up and also go to work and it's 3 16 a.m right now but hey god is god is exalted the devil is defeated and we've got the victory um Ephesians chapter 3 from verse 14 it says here for this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ of whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened in might by his spirit in the inner man so Paul is praying here and asking that God will strengthen us with the power and will be strengthened in our inner man through the power and authority of the Holy Spirit and then verse 17 says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith and that you being rooted and grounded in love so Paul is praying that Christ will live in us by faith remember he will be grounded Christ will dwell in us by faith so Christ can only come and dwell in us not by works but by faith verse 18 says that they may be able to understand with all the saints that is the breadth what is the breadth what is the length and the depth and the height and to know the love of Christ which surpasses the knowledge that we may be filled with all the fullness of God so now Paul is praying for us here that we will get to understand and also be full with the fullness of God be filled with the fullness of God so this is part of the benefits of salvation and then now he goes on to verse 20 says now unto him that is able to do exceedingly and more abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that is at work within us so Paul is saying that God is able to do exceedingly and more abundantly above what we can ask, above what we can think, according to the power that is at work within us. What is that power? Remember, he mentioned the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the power of God within us for salvation. The Holy Spirit is the power of God within us that allows us to continue to be saved. So the Holy Spirit is what confirms our salvation within us. Philippians chapter 2 from verse 12 to 13 all of you know this verse it says here work out your own salvation work out your own salvation in fear and trembling I'm just quoting it actually I'm not uh, uh, reading it let me just quickly uh, make sure that I'm reading the right things Philippians chapter 2 Father we thank you and we bless you in the name of Jesus we glorify and we exalt you you alone and you're worthy uh, it says here the heading says to a careful proceeding in the way of salvation so now here we are we are learning here you know that because now paul is teaching us a careful proceeding in the way of salvation that they be as light to the wicked world so now paul is showing us how to stand out in the wicked world how to stand out as light he says in verse 12 this is the king james wherefore my beloved as yet always obeyed not as in my presence only but now much more in my absence he says work out your own salvation with fear and trembling remember the salvation is not outside in but salvation is inside out he says he does not say work for your salvation but he says work out so the salvation that was deposited in us the salvation that came the christ who dwells in us by faith by grace through faith he says now paul work out that salvation which means now act live perform do wonderful things because you have been saved so which means the only time that we can only see that you are saved it is by the fruits that you are going to bear because you are working out something that it is inside of you you are not working for it but you are working it out remember the Bible also in the book of 2nd Corinthians 
uh, the, the chapter is 5. The verse is from verse uh, 16. The, the, the heading says here, But as one that, having received life from Christ, endeavors to live as a new creature to Christ only. So now Paul is telling us that we are living as new creatures in Christ only. You get what I'm saying? He says we are living as new creatures in Christ only. So verse 16 here, he says, Wherefore henceforth know we know men. Okay, he says, um, King James now. Oh. It says, Wherefore henceforth know we know men after the flesh. Yet though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth we know him no more. So, which means he's saying that we used to know people in the flesh, but the people we used to know in the flesh, we no longer know them in the flesh, you know. And then he goes on to say, uh, verse 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, so here we are learning that a man can be in Christ, and it is not a Jew, it is not a Greek, it is not an Israelite, but anybody, any man can be in Christ. He goes on to say he is a new creature. And then there is a, a connecting mark there. It says, all things are passed away. Behold, no, all things are become new. So which means if you are in Christ, the old things are passed away and the old, old things in your life have become new things. So we understand that being in Christ makes us new creatures you know so which means salvation makes you a new creature salvation makes you something that is new before god this is what salvation does once you've obtained it you become something new you become something that does not think the same way you used to think and say look at what verse 18 says all things uh it says here the heading and by his minute this is second corinthians chapter 5 verse 18 the heading here says i love this king james version guys i love this king james version because it has wonderful headings it says by his ministry of reconciliation and to reconcile others also in christ god so which means now if we are saved our mission and our ministry is to take others to god and to make them to be saved by god here we have been given a ministry of reconciliation to reconcile others to Christ and to God. It says here, verse 18, and all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. Okay, so God was calling us back to himself through Jesus Christ, by Jesus Christ. And then it goes on to say, and he had given us the ministry of reconciliation. Look at verse 19. To wit that God was in Christ. So God himself was inside of Jesus Christ. God himself was in Christ. And then there is a comma and it goes on to say, Reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them. So God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself and not imputing which means he was not counting the sins and the trespasses of the world but God decided not to judge people and not to condemn them and not to crush them and not to kill them but he decided to enter inside of Christ and then offer forgiveness to people reconcile people by being inside of Jesus Christ this is what God has done and then he says here and have committed unto the world unto uh, and committed unto us the word of reconciliation. So God has reconciled us and has given us the word of reconciliation. Verse 20 goes on to say, Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead that you be reconciled to God. So Paul is praying here and telling us that we are ambassadors 
ambassadors of Christ. So if you are a Christian, if you are a born again Christian, if you are a person born of the water and the spirit, if you are a person that keeps on confessing and believing that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, which means you are ambassador, you are an ambassador of Christ. And then now let us go to Ephesians 1 verse Malika Masunde Larabashukemasi Larabayokomonde verse 13. It says here. Okay, let, let, let me read verse 3. Ephesians chapter 1. Verse 3 says, uh, And thanksgiving for the Ephesians. Blessed be God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who had blessed us with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. So the Bible says here, God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places, but not anywhere else, but in Christ. So if we are in Jesus Christ, we are saved and we are blessed with all spiritual blessings because we are in Jesus Christ. And then verse 13 goes on to say, I'm skipping in whom you also trusted after you heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation and then it goes on to say in whom also after you believed you were sealed with the holy spirit of the promise so not only are you a christian by words and by believing but you are a christian because you have also been been sealed with the holy spirit which is the guarantee of the promise so we understand that being in, in jesus christ also takes the work of the holy spirit so now we go on then to say to read uh first corinthians chapter one verse 18 first corinthians chapter one, oh, god destroyed the wisdom of the wise it says here for the uh, okay it says here um for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness but to us which are saved it is the power of god so yeah it speaks about salvation that the, to the message of the cross what jesus has done on the cross to us people who are saved it is the power of god so that what that means is that we have seen we have experienced the power of god we understand how powerful our god is because because of the message of the cross we see that god has saved us while we were sinners so the message of the cross to us people who are saved which means now we are saved and then paul says to us who are saved it is the power so which means our power is understanding what god has done on the cross which means god while we're sinners he loved us he reconciled us back to himself look at what romans chapter 5 says and this is the last verse on how to get your salvation romans chapter 5 it says the heading says here let me start on verse 6 romans chapter 5 and it says, for when, we were, for when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. So which means we were weak. We did not even know how to please God. We were bound by sins. We were bound by laws. But the Bible says Christ died for the ungodly. That is us. Verse 7 says, it is very rare for a righteous man who, who, who it is very, it, it, for scarcely, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die. So it means that it is very rare for a person to die for a righteous person. Yet, peradventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. I don't know what that word peradventure means and I don't have time to search it. Um, yeah, but I'm just trying to give you verses on how to get your salvation here. So I will search peradventure afterwards. You know this King James, hey, my faith, I, uh, 
skin games is something else but then when we get to read um, um verse 8 it says here the heading says that since we were reconciled by his blood when we were enemies verse 8 says in romans chapter 5 but god commended his life toward us in that while we were yet sinners christ died for us so which means christ died for us when we were sinners you know and then verse 9 says much more than being now justified by his blood we shall be saved from the wrath of god through him so which means our salvation makes us to pass over god is no longer angry with us because jesus died for us and loved us while we were sinners the only thing we had to do for us to be saved was to believe and to confess that we are sinners remember first john chapter 1 verse 18 or verse 8 that says if you confess god is faithful to forgive you so which means here we were, christ died for us when we were sinners. christ did not wait for us to be righteous so he can die for us as the bible says let me use the fancy word peradventure you know it is very rare for someone to yes peradventure for a good man to die you know it is very rare for a good peradventure for a good man to die for someone to die for a good man you know so it means that while we're yet sinners jesus christ died for us you know jesus died for us while we were sinner he did not wait for us to be righteous and the verse 10 says for if when we were enemies of God, we were reconciled by God, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. So Jesus dying, he reconciled us to God. This now goes back to what I was reading in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, around verse 18 to 19 there. It says, uh, how much more being reconciled we shall be saved by his life. So you get that we are being saved by the life of Jesus Christ. This is how we get the salvation. We are saved by the life of Jesus Christ. Verse 11 goes on to say, And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. So this is how we receive salvation. We receive salvation, which is called the atonement, by believing in Jesus Christ. So these are the verses that tell you how to get salvation. I've explained to you what is salvation. I've explained to you how to get your salvation. Now on the next part, part three, I'm going to explain to you how to maintain your salvation. And then me teaching you how to maintain your salvation, it is going out to reveal to you that you can lose your salvation if you do not maintain it. Okay. Thank you very much. Wait for part three.